Rusty Quill presents. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show yeah. is absolutely yeah. incredible. Or anime. Yeah, and under this sure. mask is another mask. <laughs> <laughs> you can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcast, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey guys, welcome to the second half of season 12. I hope you've been enjoying the season so far, and I hope that you're excited for where it's going, because I am. So here are some quick plugs. I've been streaming over on Twitch at twitch.tv slash where every Sunday I write that week's episode soundtrack, and then we hang out and play a video game. I'm currently playing through Pony Island for the first time. That game is pretty fun so far. None of the horses seem to be very big, though. So go check me out at twitch.tv slash if that sounds interesting to you. And if you'd like to support the show, you can do so on Patreon at patreon.com slash woe underscore begone, where you can get early access to ad-free episodes, instrumental, soundtrack albums, Q&As, director's commentaries, movies with Michael, postcards, and more. I finally got all of the November postcards out the door and have put in the order for the December postcards. So if you would like a Christmas slash New Year's present from yours truly with a handwritten message from one of the characters that tells a larger story when all of the postcards are put together, consider supporting the show at the $15 level. Again, that is patreon.com slash woe underscore begone. We've had a lot of Patreon signups since last time, so special thanks to my 15 newest patrons. I would invent time travel for Cowboy Michael, parentheses Lara, Sandy Brett, Andrea Pinna, Kim Haviland, Papa Cactus, Ionis Pilios, Ace Jones, Sunny, Forget-Me-Nots, Rain Whiteford, Bitcrush Cody, Doctor Is Not and Will Never Be a Cowboy Lou, parentheses Gosh, You're Right, This Is a Generous Character Limit, Nide, Eldritch Entity, and Alleycat523 for supporting the show. Enjoy. Warning, this episode contains gunfire. Listener discretion is advised. God, I swear to God, Mikey, I'm not covering up for you this time. Mike, stop. Stop. You can't go in there. You can't tell them that I was at M-Dog's house. They'll crucify me. That is the one place that I promised them that I wouldn't go. You can't sell me out like that. Yes, you promised us, and that's me and everyone else in Texas, that you were going to go look for the calculator, so you betrayed me too. We found the calculator. M-Dog had it. So I was telling the truth, sort of. No, I found the calculator. You were too busy getting drugged and tied up and almost losing one of our other calculators and M-Dog in the process. I was creating a diversion. It was teamwork. Teamwork makes the dream work, Mike. You almost jeopardized everything. You could have got us all killed. They need to know. 
because we shouldn't let you out of our sights again. Can't you say that you went to the storage unit on your own and that I was somewhere else doing what I was supposed to? I'm not trying to be a hard-ass, Mikey, but no, I can't. Because you were there with M-Dog, and he told you all this stuff about where he went and what he did and what's going on with Edman. And since he had the calculator, that's stuff that we need to know. So I did help, and you can't be mad at me. You helped on accident, and I can be mad at you. What are you doing? I am entering some coordinates. I'm going to send you somewhere. You're not going to tell them that I was with M-Dog. Mikey, uh, I have a calculator too. That's how I got here. I can come right back. Uh, Not if I put you in the ocean. They're not waterproof. You are not going to kill me over this, you dweeb. We're going to go in there, and you're going to come clean, and everyone's going to be a little bit mad, and then everything is going to be fine. You want to test that theory, Mike? Because after Mustard Seed, we've been doing just fine without you. You know, I'm glad that I grew out of whatever this is, because it's petty and mean. I'm going in there and telling Tex and Outlaw and whoever else, and you can't stop me. You can't do that. Luster! Are you batting me out to a horse? We have an intruder. Bluster, I need your help. Bluster is not going to come help you. Where the hell is that horse when you need him? You're not going in there. Yes, I am. Back off of me. No, you are not taking another step toward that door, Mike. Get out of my way before I get serious, Mikey. Back away from the door, Mike. Fuck you, Mikey. I'm going in. No! No! Fuck, fuck, fuck the calculator. Fuck. Shit. Shit, shit, shit. It's fucking shit. wet. I, I didn't see the puddle, Mike. Is the calculator okay? I, take the back panel off. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think it's fine. Uh, right, the, the back panel. Uh, there's a, a note in here, Mikey. Uh, a, a note? What do you mean, a note? How is there a note inside the calculator? It appears to be signed from M-Dog... To M-Dog. Wait, is it from him or to him? I think it might be both, but I I really think that we should both go inside and read this. Truce? Yeah, truce. I took things too far. I'm sorry, Mike. Yeah, let's just go in. Identify yourselves. It's us, Michael. The code is 318-428-451, okay? And who's this muddy critter you got with you? That's that's Mike. I uh, we I slipped off the porch and fell into a mud puddle. Uh, clumsy me. I met up with Mikey while we were searching for the calculator, which I found. By the way, the calculator is fine. It didn't land in the puddle, and so now we're here and we can call off the search. Glad to hear it, Pard. What else you got there? Uh, this is a letter that appears to be both to and from M Dog. I found it inside of the calculator. We found the calculator inside of M-Dog's storage unit. Uh, I I went there because I wanted to talk to him. Please don't be mad at me. Y'all were just with M-Dog? Yeah, uh, not even five minutes ago. What an interesting coincidence. M-Dog just showed up at this door not ten minutes ago. M-Dog's here? You're sure that he's here? He had the the eye and everything? Ain't no mistaking M-Dog. Is he in there right now? No, sir. He turned up around here looking for Sanctuary. Hoping Tex would take him in, so he and Tex are off on bluster, having a one-on-one chat. So why are you stuttering like you've seen a ghost? Because we just got done killing M-Dog, literally less than five minutes ago. That would explain that, then. Come on in, y'all. See if we can piece any of this together, starting with that letter.
right, let's see what it says. Dear M-Dog, you found the calculator. You actually found it. I'm so proud of you, even if it was on accident. I don't know if this means that you found the other notes. Uh, there are other notes, apparently. But if not, I implore you to keep looking for them. There's not enough time to recap everything here, so I'll tell you everything that I can, but I also need to give you some very important instructions. We're so close to figuring all this out once and for all. No more split between the worlds. Nothing that Operos can do about that either. Michael, do you know what any of that means? I got a hunch. Initially, I had suspected that I was probably walking into a fatal trap. I was sent by Operos to find one calculator and ended up finding two? Michael, were there two calculators in that safe? How the hell would I know? It was a secret. I get that you didn't know where it was hidden, but you had to have known what was hidden. I don't know what to tell you. I thought it was one calculator part. Well, according to M-Dog, there are two of them, because, quote, the spare one is the one that you are holding in your hands. I thought maybe Operos knew the whole time and were going to punish me when I returned having only the one calculator, but it has been three weeks and no one has said anything about the second calculator. They are not the type to delay a punishment. When I failed Operos in my infiltration of base and the compound, they were extremely quick to punish me. Did you guys know about that? Uh, don't look at me. I was probably in storage. There was that interloper Mikey, but he was from the compound. Maybe Operos replaced the compound replacement? Michael, I know that you said that you knew that it wasn't me, but if the replacement had been replaced, would you have noticed? All I detected was an interloper. And Ty thought that I was the replacement, and he's been telling me all kinds of stuff. So no wonder Operos would want a guy in there. Something else to add to the interrogation questions. All right, uh, nobody said anything about the second calculator. Operos is not the type to delay a punishment. When I failed Operos in my infiltration of base and the compound, they were extremely quick to punish me which is why you are still blind in one eye. We got away with it, the calculator is yours, and no one knows that you have it except you. Well, I believe that M-Dog thought that he was blind in one eye because he fell off a cliff or something? Opero's meddling makes a lot more sense than that part. Agreed. It looks like he has no idea what he's doing inside of Opero's. Moving on. This was made possible because everything at work is going exactly to plan. I am under new management now, in a sense. Anne hasn't had much for me to do, but she is not the only project manager that has ambitions for me. I've been doing work for a hard-ass manager named Eagle, who has taken quite a liking to me, as has his assistant a very strange iteration of Michael who calls himself Lieutenant. Lieutenant's the head of the army that they was raising before Ty turned all the Michaels off. Well, we tried to turn all the Michaels off. Uh, it looks like that one is still around. Wonder how they managed that. Wonder if we should head back to the trunk and see if we can shut him down. Surely Eagle hasn't given up on the Michaels and started raising an army of M-Dogs. No, I don't think so, because next it says, they're the ones who sent me on the mission to retrieve the calculators. So not army stuff. They are great to work for, even better than Anne. I feel like I'm participating in the work as a peer and not as a subject. There have been talks about getting to see Edman again and returning to some kind of normality. So, Edman is alive. <sighs> Thank God. Still don't mean you was right to go hunting M-Dog down while we got important work to do. Hey, it found us this note, didn't it? No, I found us this note. Moving on. I don't especially enjoy time travel work. It isn't very... capacitic. Copacetic. Oh, uh, I guess I haven't seen that word written down before, and I do not plan to ever again. 
It isn't very copacetic, but it is better than life has been since the incident that took out our eye. Remember that, M-Dog. I'm trying to rope you in as well. This has been made all the more easier thanks to the new project that Eagle and Lieutenant have put me on. It is a complicated mission involving the compound and the stuff we saw in there when we were pretending to be Mikey. Okay, so he must have replaced the compound Mikey and then left before I showed up because I killed the compound Mikey and M-Dog didn't die. How do we know you ain't an iteration of M-Dog? Well, you're the one who does the Mike Walters vibe check, you tell me. Pass, Pilgrim. If you would let me read, you would know that there was only one M-Dog until recently, because the very next line is, The important part is that they made an iteration of us. There are two M-Dogs now. Only two, as far as I know, which is great news. It sounds bad that there's even more separation between myself and you besides a state of mind, but it's actually the opposite. You have a calculator now. I can be in the same room as you. That wasn't possible as half of a split mind, which is why I had to keep trying to sneak you messages. We need to tear M-Dog's house apart for these other messages. Agreed, there is a lot missing here. I can stand beside you now and you can consolidate us. Then we will both be all M-Dog all the time and you will remember everything that has happened to you. So is this M-Dog here looking for that M-Dog, do you think? Or is he here on some kind of mission? Because... Operos knows about this place. Guess we can ask him. Alright, last paragraph. I've fought so hard for you, M-Dog. I've sacrificed my body. I've I've killed Boris? He killed Boris? No, he didn't kill Boris. I just saw Boris. I just walked Bruno. If Boris was dead, I would have noticed. Maybe this letter was written after that? I'll call him up after this. Make sure he's okay. Finish the letter, Mike. If, if he hurt Boris... Okay. I've put my life in the hands of Eagle and Lieutenant. I've allowed myself to be iterated so that I can give you the knowledge that you deserve. I need you to be the one to pull the trigger. I'm being observed too closely to consolidate us myself. The coordinates and timestamp at the bottom of this page are somewhere that I'm going to be waiting for you. It is dangerous to consolidate with a calculator, but this is our chance. If you transport exactly there and then, we will consolidate. Do not let anybody else see this. Do not be afraid. Remember, Edman is alive. Take care of yourself. Signed, M-Dog. And then there's a coordinate and timestamp. Okay, where and when do those point to? I don't recognize the coordinates, but the timestamp is for today, in about six hours. That don't matter too much, what with time travel. Mike, you were there. You saw the look on M-Dog's face. He didn't know about this calculator, right? I don't think that he would have put the message back in the back panel of the calculator, and I don't think that he would have been so hell-bent on stealing yours if he knew about this one. Okay, so is he in Texas because he knows that his mission failed and he's doing something related to that, or is it something completely different? Well, there's one way to find out. So are we gonna go find Bluster Texan M-Dog? Ain't no way to do that. Bluster's a wanderer. He could be anywhere. Got a big ol' stride. He could be halfway across Texas by now, too. What do we do, then? Nothing to do, except prepare for when they come back. I know I got some questions for him. So, unbeknownst to me, I've been doing work at Opero's. And not even for Anne, for a completely different project. So I went from a subject to a full-time worker, 
which has been difficult because I don't remember any of the work once I get home. I have no idea that I'm working at Operos, so it's been really harshing my buzz, especially now that they took Edman. So, Operos just snaps the memories out of you? Like it never happened? I, I guess so. That's what it feels like when I get the memories back. I don't know how anything works. Time travel is so much more than time travel. It doesn't feel like I'm losing time. They put me right back where they picked me up at, so I don't even know that I've gone somewhere. Except sometimes I come back with an injury, and then I have a false memory about what happened. Sounds like they're aging you in double time, Pilgrim. Or even faster. You're living two days for every one day you can remember. Well, I can remember them, but only at work. That ain't no way to live, pard. You'll be old and gray before you know it. Take it from me. Life's too precious to just throw half of it away like that. For sure, it's a bummer, but what other choice do I have? I need to get Edman back. That's not negotiable. And once I have my life with him again, these wasted days will all be worth it. You're assuming that Operos plays nice and you get your Edman back. Well, nothing I do matters if I don't get Edman back. Everything I've done is useless, so who cares, right? There is no M-Dog without Edman, so if I don't get him back, there's no point to anything. You would think so, but I know from experience, you'll keep on going. It does feel impossible at first, but you're gonna keep moving from the sheer inertia of it. You'll start drifting out into a new life, and before you know it, you can't see the shoreline of the old life no more. You'll have your memories, or half of them. You'll remember his face and everything that y'all did together and how he made you feel. But you won't be able to see it anymore. Eventually, you end up replacing yourself. You wake up, eat shit, sleep, repeat. Years and years and years and years. The atoms in your body get replaced one by one until they're entirely new atoms. In a few years, you won't be the one who lost Edman. You'll be continuous with that person. And you should hold on to him and his memory because that's what Edman deserves. But there's no paddling back to shore. You don't even know what direction that was in anymore. And once you accept that you can't make it back, you can start to quiet that little head of yours a little bit. I'm I'm not going to accept... You really think that they'll never let me see Edman again? I figured you was tired of being jerked around and manipulated people using Edman to get you to do what they want. I am, but I'm also tired of people telling me not to get my hopes up. No, I never said don't get your hopes up, but maybe try and hope for something else while you're at it. Maybe there's a different shoreline out there. Don't get lost in the ocean and starve is all I'm saying. Now, enough chit-chat. Let's get down to business. Why should I give Operos the time of day? Especially while they're jerking you around with Edman. Well, first of all, they already know that you're out here. According to Lieutenant, he sent Michael963 out here, and you guys killed him. And I'd do it again, too, in a heartbeat. Gotta protect my flock. Oh, I don't blame you, and I'm not here to defend them. But you can see why Operos might argue that you owe them something for killing one of their men. So an alliance is the quickest way to make sure that the tit-for-tat doesn't get out of hand. And we know that base is in the compound against their will, and they are being made to fight Operos against their will. So... So it would behoove us both to get them out of there. Exactly. Assuming that behoove means what I think it means based on context clues. It's a horse word, meaning we help each other out. Like, we both got hooves. Well, let's both have hooves about this, then. 
Eagle and Lieutenant want to disable the compound, they don't care about the base. So we were wondering if you would help us in exchange for their freedom. Oh, is that what you're doing? Just out here wondering. Came all the way out to Texas to wonder at me. Super M-Dog Brothers Wonder, now available in Texas. Because it sounds like you're trying to lay the law down on me. I didn't show up to bark orders at you, Tex. Chillax. I'm just saying that you're already involved. You've already slighted Operos, even if they deserved it. But they see themselves as within their rights to fire back. You're rustling up a posse here in Texas. And if you get involved in this war in a way that hurts Operos, even on accident, they might not be willing to overlook what you're doing out here. Whoa, Bluster. Yeah, we're stopping here. Get down off of Bluster, M-Dog. Uh, excuse me? You heard me. Get down. You're, you're just gonna you're gonna leave me here in the middle of the desert? Is that what this is? I don't appreciate getting threatened. Get down. Uh, okay, okay, I- I'm getting down. We-, we can be chill, we can be cool, right? Face the sunset, Pilgrim. Don't look back at me. What, what, what are you doing, Tex? Uh, I patted you down before we came out here. You ain't got no weapons, no calculator, nothing. You're at my mercy out here. It's just you and me. I could put a bullet in the back of your head and leave you out here and ride back into town. Ain't no one gonna come looking for you. Eagle and Lieutenant don't care about you one lick, understand? They ain't in control of me, and you sure as hell ain't. You're you're right, you're right. Please don't kill me. Edman is alive. I'm so close, please. Please don't kill me. Operos ain't no better for me and mine than the compound is. They ain't gonna help us. They're only gonna use us, just like they use you. If they wanted you to have Edman back, you would have him already. Edman might not be dead, but he's gone. They told you that they sent you out here to make a deal with me, right? Yes, just explain why we should work together. They never wanted to make a deal, Pilgrim. They led you out here so I could kill you. I don't know if they want Rydia or want to get under my skin or provoke me or what. But Eagle or Lieutenant could have come in person if they wanted to talk. You're a pawn, M-Dog. You always have been, and you always will be. And worse, you don't even know you're a pawn. So if you ever get to the end of the board, you won't even know you deserve an upgrade. Okay, so you're not going to kill me because that's what they want? You're not going to kill me? I don't envy you one bit, M-Dog. You've been at the mercy of greater powers from the moment you was created. I ain't interested in no deal with Operos, especially if they ain't willing to send their top brass down to talk to me. So, way I see it, you got two options. One, I can put you out of your misery, save you the trouble of hoping that the tide's gonna turn for you. No more taking orders. No more hoping against hope that Edman's gonna come back. No peace neither, mind you. Not really, just nothing. Forever. Or, number two, old Tex here can grab you by the scruff and drag you back home. I'm in the business of taking in runaway mics these days. But you gotta be an honest-to-God runaway. That means you don't work for Operos anymore. You work for me. There is still a higher power that you answer to, and that is Tex. I give the orders, and we do what we gotta do to set the base free. 
Operos already knows where we are if they want to discuss the terms of retrieving you, but if you're anything like Michael963, they probably don't care that you're gone. So what do you say, M-Dog? No, 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 this isn't fair. All I've ever wanted is to relax with Edman. I, I never wanted anything from anyone. Well, the world wants something from you. What's it gonna be, Pard? No, 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 no. Hey, get back here. Get back here. Bluster, don't let him get to the brush. We'll never catch him. Uh, fuck, fuck, fuck. Uh, please, please don't stomp me, Bluster, please. He ain't gonna stomp you. He ain't that kind of horse. Right, Bluster? That's right. Now, I know all about being a coward. I'm a Mike Walters, too, you know. So I know what's going on here. So I'm gonna need you to get back up on the saddle and behave yourself while we ride back into town. And when we get back to my place, we're rounding everyone up and you're spilling all the beans. Understand? Yes, uh, I understand. I, I don't work for Operos anymore. I work for you. I work for Tex now. I uh, appreciate that. Though... You'll have to understand that I'm wary about someone with such fickle proclivities. You'll have to earn my trust. Anything. I know a lot about Operos. Uh, You can send me back to spy on them. You can make an iteration of me and send the iteration to spy on them. I know a lot about the compound, too. They had me replace Mikey for a little bit. All in good time. We'll discuss it at the meeting tonight. After dinner. Hope you're hungry. We're making fried chicken. Honestly, I've never been less hungry in my life. I get you. You're scared. We should head back. Let's go, Bluster. Sorry about that. Things were gonna shake out one way or the other. I just thought I'd save us the hassle. So, hey, if uh, you're gonna be part of the team, have you ever considered becoming a cowboy, M-Dog? What? I'm trying to yell. I'm trying to yell at Mike. Oh yeah? Try me, Mike. Because after Mustard Seed, we've done just fine without you. Riga, could you squeak that some other time? I'm behind schedule. I'm behind schedule. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. 
We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't right now. Hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. Oof. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel.